Welcome to the Rare Hour with Christopher Valona. Please join us as we talk about the rare disease journey. We'll discuss the who, the what, and the why of rare diseases and the special needs community. We'll also reflect on the highs and lows of some of these awful conditions and how they affect us on a daily basis. We welcome you to the Rare Hour and just know you're not alone. Many of us out there are struggling just like you. So sit back and listen, cry, and laugh. Today on the Rare Hour with Christopher Valona. Everybody, it's Chris Valona from the Rare Hour, and I'm your host today. And I'm just going to give you my thoughts in rare disease. Um, it's been a real crazy month. What is the date? Uh, looks like it's September 15th. It's a Thursday, and the first uh, 11 days of the month absolutely fucking sucked. Yep, that's right. And the reason for that is because, um, well, going through some probate issues with my son and my ex. It's kind of crazy there and uh, don't normally talk about this stuff, but I'm just uh, going to be raw as hell as I always am. So it's uh, it's not a good time for me. And uh, ironically enough, it's the uh, same couple of first weeks of uh, September where I celebrate my 53rd birthday. I am a Virgo. Happy birthday to me, September 5th, 1969. It's a great time to be born. Uh, much easier, simpler times, obviously, is in the 70s and 80s as compared to now <laughs> in this crazy world we are. But uh, getting back to the story. Um, yeah, so conservatorship. This is where basically your child in rare disease outlives all of the doctor's you know, thoughts and uh, timelines and they, they become adults. And they're still incapacitated in the sense they can't really make these decisions about you. So uh, we decided to put the conservatorship together for Sebastian so that we can still advocate on his behalf. You know, the basics, you know, food, water, medical treatment, because uh, unfortunately in Batten disease, uh, these kids are either incapacitated where they can't make decisions on their own. So even as an adult, um, that caring does not stop. So we have to put those things into place because the law is on the 18-year-old side, and uh, the law says that if uh, that person can speak for himself, then that person gets whatever he wants. Now, uh, unfortunately, we had to do that for Sebastian, and basically, um, it's a pretty good deal. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Still fine-tuning it, um, and uh, hopefully we get to a really great resolve where we can continue to, to do the right things for Sebastian. So that's... Uh, been plugging away, wasting a lot of my time with a lot of nonsense, a lot of immaturity, just ridiculousness. But hey, that's the life we're in. So then you got a kick to the gut again when uh, our clinical trial was dissolved. Now they claim it was due to lack of funding, but this is a research hospital that you know has funding. And it was uh, told to us that uh, after the big giant amicus dropped the ball and decided not to do the clinical trial, not only for CNL8, but many other Batten disease variants. Uh, it was picked up and sent back to the hospital that originated uh, these amazing types of um, 
clinical trials. <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of like uh, we were like this football going kicked back and down the field of uh, life. And, uh, you know, there is no time limit, obviously, but there is always nothing but the fear of having not enough time. So, you know, uh, while these big conglomerates and these researchers fight over who can and can do what and, you know, really, it's all about money. At the end, uh, the families and the patients suffer, and it's like, oh, well, sorry, and they move on to the next thing that they can make money off of. Um, unfortunately, I don't buy the whole thing that's a lack of funding. I think it's a, a lack of uh, you know, wanting to try something to uh, see if it works, you know. And uh, I agree with a lot of people out there that say, hey, you know, maybe we should follow through with one of these once in a while instead of waiting for disaster and pulling the plug too soon. You know, what have we got to lose? You know, if you're like me and you're a rare disease parent or a family member or anything that has to do with rare disease, you, 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 you're willing to do anything to save your son's or daughter's life. And um, I think these guys know it. I think they're so, you know, they see that the desperation is on their side and they tell you anything that you want to hear. And then they, they say that they're going to save lives and they're going to take care of it and they're going to do it. And then, you know, if it doesn't, meet their criteria or agenda or somebody up the line or the board members don't agree that this is a fiduciary responsible because we're going to waste millions of dollars for what? These kids are going to die anyway. I mean, you get it. I can keep going and going and going. So I was, uh, I was a little bit upset about that. Well, I was a lot upset. And it's just been the story uh, with uh, Sebastian you know, very early on and, you know, from the proper diagnosis day uh, all the way back in, the fall of 2011 into 2012 uh, to now, it's just been this up and down journey of like, you know, where are we going? How are we going to get there? Oh, we got this path. No, we're going to go this path. No, we're going to go their path. No, we got this. No, we're going to do that. And nothing, absolutely nothing has really gotten any better for Sebastian. Um, it's just been through the, the, the sheer fight of this kid to continue to live and want to live. And uh, to the parents, that's right. I'm crediting, crediting the parents. And uh, basically, we as a family, uh, regardless if we do not get along or not, uh, we basically understand that Sebastian is the most important person in this trio. So uh, not to forget about uh, Gage. He's pretty badass himself, and he's an amazing brother. But uh, he is affected, too. Yes, he's normal. No problems yet outside of being an honorary teenager going through puberty and all that bullshit, but a pretty special dude. So uh, I love Gage. He's awesome. So, but yeah, complete nothing, absolutely nothing. And, uh, Project Sebastian, we've always been there to spread the message of, uh, you know, goodwill, hope, and faith, and got to keep fighting. We're going to do this, and we're going to latch onto that, and we're going to have, you know, great community spirit and all that stuff, and it's uh, back to square one. Not to say that the community is back to square one. I'm just saying that our, our trail has to find a new path, and it sucks again. And as we watch Sebastian get worse and worse and this disease starts to take over, it's hard to find the will to fight back. So, you know, it was, uh, it's been a challenging couple of weeks. I fucking hate September right now. But, um, and then, well, <laughs> I, uh, I decided to go to the Global Genes Conference in San Diego. And uh, I had missed the Batten Conference just due to financial reasons. And, you know, air travel is just so expensive. It's just ridiculous just to go for a couple of days. 
But to drive in a car, two hours. Oh, that makes sense. That's right. So we're going to get into traffic and from Los Angeles to San Diego because we're going to go and, you know, commiserate with other rare disease families. And uh, I said, what the fuck? We're going to go. And uh, it was just going to be uh, me and Jessica. And we were going to go learn and we were going to go connect with these other families. So it's really not a, a kid-friendly in- environment, um, just like it is for bat disease. And I was looking forward to connecting with other rare adults and stuff like that. And just kind of just not having that, uh, that um, not the nag, but just, you know, I have to be with Sebastian. I have to be with Sebastian. So, you know, it was really nice to, to have that set up. But uh, unfortunately, on the day of the trip, the person that we were uh, counting on, <laughs> our whole family got COVID. Uh, and it just, just, it was so gut-wrenching to get that call while I'm on the freeway, mind you, heading down south. I mean, it was just, um, man, I was pissed. But, you know, what are you going to do, you know? Uh, I'm glad uh, my friend told me. I'm glad that she reached out. You know, I wasn't too far down the freeway. So, you know, she says, I can't bring COVID to, to your house, and I and I can't bring it to my ex-husband's house, and my kids need me, and I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Please forgive me. And I said, I, I, I'm glad you told me. I turned the car around um, after saying uh, – couple of choice explicitives for about two minutes. You know how we do that in the car. We drive down the street. We just scream at the top of our lungs. We don't care who's in the car. <laughs> and, uh, you know, poor Jessica scared the shit out of her. And uh, you know, she said, let's just go get Sebastian. We had already planned on this for plan B. And uh, she was right. We went back up to Valencia, got to the school, said, hey, surprise, we're going on a road trip. You already had your bags packed. And we head down to San Diego. And I got to tell you that the minute that I, I checked in to this uh, beautiful hotel, hotel shithole across the street from where the main event was, I should have stayed at the town and country. That was a beautiful hotel. But, you know, tried to be responsible with money and, you know, right across the street. It's almost down the street. I'd never really been there. and I didn't Google it um, for the maps. You know, I highly suggest you start Googling that because it was just on the other side of the tracks. <laughs> what a shithole. It was amazing. So... Uh, needless to say, we, we spent most of the, the time in conference. Uh, we didn't have to go back to that hotel as much as we wanted to. But, you know, I, I, I draw the picture. I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, you, you, you have hot and cold running water. You have a place to lay your head. But, you know, you got the bikers. You got the bums out there. You got the shit on the street. And you got the drunks walking around and the people partying above you. And you can hear everything. And, I mean, everything. So, you know, it was great. But um, getting back to the good stuff, you know, when you're walking into this conference, Global Genes, um, you, you find a, a whole new sense of fresh air. And these people who you think you know or you've had Zoom conversations or you've had some type of phone conversations or, you know, face it, sometimes just email conversations, um, it was incredible to see everyone in person. And I was really blown away at just the the nature of these people so welcoming so loving so happy so wanting to share everything wanting to know about you wanting to know about your child and what a special special feeling that is i felt that the same thing at batten conference a few years ago where it was just me and sebastian you know so it was awesome uh global jeans is a, a pretty nice outfit they're very welcoming, very inspiring people. 
who uh, treated everybody, um, from what I saw, with just absolute family-like demeanor. Um, I wish I had the ability to talk to everybody there, but there was hundreds of people there, hundreds. And um, there's just not enough time. And of course, I'm attending to Sebastian, and I'm trying to go to these workshops, and I'm you know connecting with these people from Europe and uh, you know as well as California, and meeting some new people from other groups. And it was just you know you're like you're like a kid in a candy store. You're like well, here we go with this, <laughs> go there, 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 go here, over there. We're gonna have dinner. Okay, we're gonna go get a coffee. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we gotta go to this. Yeah, you gotta go to that thing. Oh, picture, 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 selfie, selfie, selfie. Oh my God, <laughs> you're just exhausted and. Uh, you actually go to a bed with a smile on your face. I haven't done that in months. I have not gone to bed with a smile on my face. Oh, my God. These people made me laugh. They made me feel grateful. They made me feel appreciative. They made me feel loved. And I hope I gave them that same type of resonance. I really do. I really love this rare disease life, you know. I, I know it sounds really weird if you're if you're not in this space and you're listening to my podcast. God bless you. Subscribe. Thank you. But when you say I'm glad I'm part of this rare disease life, it's because I finally found these people. And uh, it's really weird. I don't recommend this life. If you can stay out of this life, I highly recommend it. But if you're in it, go to conference. Go find a charity that deals in rare disease in your type of uh, of disease, find it and connect with it, whether it's on social media or in person and uh, latch on and don't let go. You know, I used to hate the guys from the podium. They just simply said, I'm a grateful alcoholic. You know, I'm an alcoholic. I'm in recovery 25 plus years. And I can't really tell you that uh, I, I have the same sentiment. It's like, I'm that grateful alcoholic. I used to throw up in my mouth. I had one or two years of sobriety. Fuck this. Are you crazy? I hate these meetings. Now I love them. Yes, I hate this space, but I love the people in this space. God bless rare disease and these families that actually go there to learn, actually go there to want to be there, that actually go there to get help. I hate the people that simply look at the fucking negative and they start to compare and they do not look at the similarities, only the differences, you know? Fuck that. Go there. Find your people, learn about your disease, connect with others and other diseases, learn what they're doing. I went to a fundraiser. I've been fundraising, uh, uh, the seminar on fundraising. I've been fundraising since 2012. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't do it well. I don't think I do it well. But I was complimented on my last one, and I learned how to do another one. So, yeah, I mean, there are things, tips and tricks here. So the first two weeks were shit. These next two weeks are starting off pretty good. I just wanted to just share that feelings with this. this is the rare hour with Christopher Valona. I hope you join me here all the time. You can always catch me uh, on social media, Project Sebastian One on Instagram. Facebook is Project Sebastian. Uh, Chris Valona on uh, um, regular Facebook or Christopher Valona. You, you, you know what I'm saying. You can always find me. Uh, the rare hour on every uh, type of media you can find, from iTunes to to Stitch, to Twitcher, to, uh, you know, Spotify. Look out, Joe. I'm coming for your job. That's all the time I have for today. I try to keep it like 15 minutes so you don't uh, log off. But um, thank you for letting me uh, share my rare thoughts with you guys. Have a blessed day. Today's podcast brought to you by... 
In today's challenging world, addiction is on the rise. Over 22 million people suffer from substance abuse, causing one in three households to be impacted by addiction. As these numbers continue to increase, it becomes more difficult to find answers. CSG consultants are here to offer you a new path of solutions to help you. With over 25 years of experience, we share our passion for helping others. We offer you solutions to sobriety, such as referrals for rehab, sober living, sober coaching, or companions. CSG Consultants will help you get out of the problem and into the solution. Our sober coaches and counselors are here to help you achieve the right approach to sobriety. If this seems like a lot to process, we get it. Maybe we start with just a conversation? After all, things do not change until we change. CSG Consultants offers in-person or telehealth visits. Call us at 661-414-4856 to schedule your appointment or visit www.consultingwithcsg.com to book with us today. CSG Consulting. Start making sober steps today. Thank you for joining us on The Rare Hour with Christopher Valona. We appreciate your listening. If you have a story or want to talk about your journey, please reach out to us at info at projectsebastian.org and put Rare Hour in the subject line. We hope to have you on the show. You can find us at www.projectsebastian.org, on Facebook at Project Sebastian, on Instagram at Project Sebastian One, and on Twitter at Gaga V Project. Don't forget, you can find us on the Clubhouse app too. Just search Rare Disease. Thank you.